When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Tori Holt scheduled to join us here coming up in just a little bit. And Tori, Tori got people hyped at SoFi against the Arizona Cardinals, Lee, hmm. that he got on the mic uh, at one point during a break in the action, and he had the whole place fired up. So need to make sure that we ask him about whether or not he's going to be able to do that again on Sunday, kind of do be, be the hype man for the Rams along the way because they, they may need it with the 49ers coming in. And it's still hilarious to me and, and a little bit of a bummer that this is still the big topic about the game. Not, hey, does Matthew Stafford need to win this to go to the Hall of Fame? Is Matthew Stafford the pressure star? We're still talking about what is SoFi going to look like because it was so lopsided the last time. All right, so just to, just to play off of that, you're talking about the pressure. So it does actually kind of feel like – I thought the game against Arizona was like, bro, you can't screw this up. Cardinals are not playing good. You can't lose in a wild card game. I don't know how much of that was pressure. You you felt like Rams are going to beat the Cardinals, mm-hmm. but don't have one of those games where you did something to ruin it or you had a couple of turnovers. Then you go to Tampa, and just focusing on Matt Stafford here. Then you go to Tampa, and... You know, the, the story changes a little bit. If you don't win that game, well, you didn't progress. You went out, you made this trade. How would Stafford play specifically in that game? He's played two games in the playoffs. He was fantastic in both of those games. Um, and, and the four turnovers that the Rams had against Tampa and Tampa almost coming back, he had nothing to do with. That, that wasn't on him. And I think I've tried to make the case that not all turnovers are created equal. And the fact that Stafford didn't have two picks is good. That's a good thing that it was, okay, well, um, Cooper Cup has a, a, a strip fumble. That's probably not going to happen again. Is Cam Akers going to fumble the ball twice again? Probably not. We'll see what happens. This game, Trav, kind of coming into this game against the 49ers, I think the pressure actually swings right back into Stafford's hand again because now the expectations is the expectation is you don't have to go to Green Bay. You're not going up against Aaron Rodgers. You have Garoppolo and the 49ers at SoFi Stadium. Don't you feel this one kind of falls back into Stafford as – if you ask for a, you couldn't have asked for a better position to go to try to get to the Super Bowl. Go win that game. Don't screw it up. No turnovers. And you know, obviously, San Francisco can can force a lot of turnovers. No, I, I think you're right. I, I think that the idea of the pressure stacking up round and around, and you know, sometimes a little bit comes off. But look, they're they're a game away from going to the Super Bowl in their backyard. That 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 has really not had. We saw for the very first time last year when Tom Brady was able to do it. Uh, and win the game. Obviously, very different circumstances because he's Tom Brady, because he'd been to the Super Bowl a million times, because they were on the road, all those things, it's different. Um, You're right that there is a lot more pressure in this one because, theoretically, they're the favorite. I I, I would argue that once you get into the NFC Championship game, you're playing a really good team, and both teams could win the game, right? It's not like, hey, if you lose the game, something terrible happened. San Francisco's good. They could win the game just because they're a good team. What does Vegas have them, three and a half? Three and a half. Three and a half. Um, That being said, though, Al, yeah – 
there is more pressure because the next step is the Super Bowl. There will be more pressure in the Super Bowl next because that's for a championship. That's a legacy changer, all of those things. The very good news is, though, as far as I see it, Stafford has been up for it. Look, look, look. He, I get it. He had a terrible month of November. Awful. He had a, a pick six in three games in a row. He was turning it over like crazy. So he's been terrific since then. But as promised, we are joined right now by a Rams legend, Tory Holt, joining us right now. Tory, how are you feeling this morning? I'm doing okay, fellas. I appreciate you, appreciate you guys having me on. And I got a hashtag ask Sly question. Okay. <laughs> Who what what do you got, Tori? Yep. Who is the best Laker of all time? Go ahead. That's a sleep. really that's a really really good one. Okay, so I, I'm <laughs> my favorite Laker of all time is Magic, but I think Tori Kobe is the greatest Laker of all time because 20 years with one organization. Um, Five NBA championships, two different chapters, right? He does it with Shaq, and then he does it with Pau Gasol. The can you win one without Shaq? So uh, I, this is fantastic, by the way, that you're, yeah, I was you're throwing say, Tori, a question. Who, Thank who you, Tori. Who put you up to ask yeah. sleep? <laughs> um, well, myself and Kirk Morrison, we do a show every Wednesday night. <laughs> okay, now radio. There you go. Called Rams House. And I told him that I would be joining you guys' the show today. He was like, Tori, check this out. You know, Sly does a hashtag, ask Sly question, and um, you might want to lead off with that. So I took his advice, and uh, and that's what I did. So I well, appreciate, appreciate it, Tori. Thank you. I'm going to turn it around. Instead of it being an ask Sly, I'm going to make it an ask Tori. Who's the greatest Los Angeles Ram of all time? I'm taking your greatest show on turf teams in the St. Louis era. Put those aside. The greatest Los Angeles Ram of all time is who? Oh my goodness! Are you serious? There's so many. Um, but if I had to, in all due respects to everyone, I, I would say Deacon Jones. Deacon Jones is my favorite, and and, and I didn't see Deacon play. I was too I was too young to see Deacon play, but I did spend time around Mr. Jones. He would come to St. Louis um, to our practices from time to time, and when we would get the word that he was coming to the building, for me. It was my best practices because I wanted to show Mr. Jones that I could play football at a very high level. Like I took it really personal that he was in the building. So Mr. Deacon Jones is probably my favorite of all time. Great answer. Tori Holt takes some time to join the uh, Travis and Sleva show. Um, Tori, I'm curious, you know, just your overall thoughts. This game on uh, Sunday, the Niners obviously in the Rams, it's not like they're unfamiliar. You have a track record just this year. Week 18 you have a track record. What do you expect? What do you expect this Sunday? I mean, what what kind of team do you think we're going to get from the Rams? What what kind of game do you think we're going to get at SoFi? I expect a dogfight. I do. For four quarters. I mean, these are two football teams. Obviously, it's a rivalry. They don't like each other. The Rams haven't beaten this club in six straight games. They're pissed off. They should be. They're embarrassed. They should be. Um, I expect a dogfight from this club. I expect for the Rams to come out, particularly defensively, to be really good on first and second down, stopping that San Francisco physical run style with Mitchell and uh, Debo Samuels. That's got to be a goal for the Rams, and I'm sure it will be. Uh, they'll be uh, very locked in on trying to slow that down. Offensively, Matthew Stafford, and, and Kirk said it last night, Matthew Stafford has got to be really, really special. And I just heard you guys before I came on, you said Matthew Stafford had a terrible month in November, and he did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was bad. Uh, it was At times, it was it was. It was it was kind of embarrassing at times, but he's been fantastic down the stretch. 
And he's got to be very, very, very special on Sunday if they're going to advance to the Super Bowl. So that's what I'm expecting, those two things that I mentioned, and then, more importantly, a dogfight out of these two clubs. We're talking with Torrey Holt, Rams legend, Super Bowl champ. He's an all-pro, a seven-time Pro Bowler along the way. Um, you know, you mentioned Kirk, and you and I and Kirk have talked a few times uh, during the year during the pregame show at SoFi Stadium. And did you think we'd be here, Torrey? When you saw this team at the different points in the year, did you think that this is where this team should end up, NFC Championship game, a chance to go to the Super Bowl? Or is this kind of about where you thought it may come to an end, that this was a playoff team, maybe a division-winning team, but a team that maybe wasn't quite one step away from the Super Bowl good? No, no, no. This is exactly what I expected. You know, the expectations were were set at the beginning of the year. The expectations were set when they brought Matthew Stafford on board. They brought Von Miller on board. They brought Odell Beckham on board, along with Jalen Rams and Aaron Donald, uh, Cooper Cup. Uh, this football, this is a championship football team. This is a, this team was built to win championships. So this is exactly what I expected from this club. What I am, what I was disappointed in was the fact that they squandered away an opportunity to have, um, you know, to to be the number two seed and have mm-hmm. uh, the home field advantage in, in the playoffs. But that's neither no that's 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 no that's that that's water under the bridge. But the fact that the Rams have been so good. And, and the reason why I didn't I didn't worry if they had to go on the road, they've been so good on the road all year. They were they're they're now eight and two on the road for the season. This football team uh, is built uh, to compete to compete for championships. And another thing that I noticed too in Tampa that and and they've shown that and they showed it throughout the course of the the year too when they got down or they got behind or things wasn't going well, no one panicked. No one pointed mm. fingers. No one point, talked about the coach. Who gets no credit for that, this, Tori? No is that, is that, that the players? Is that the coach? Who gets credit for keeping everybody chill in those moments? I think it's everybody. I think it's, I think it's Coach McVay and his staff creating and setting the culture uh, for this football team. And then it's the players uh, accepting and, 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 and uh, accepting the culture and doing the right thing. Von, Mil- Von Miller was on our show last night, um, and he talked about the locker room and the players and the culture and the, the culture and the coaches and how he likes being uh, an L.A. Ram. So I think it's everybody buying into the fact that they got an opportunity to do something really, really special, and that's to be champion. So when you create that culture, when you create that winning culture, no matter who you are, no matter how big your personality is, when you got a guy in the locker room like Aaron Donald, who's one of the more humblest players that we have in our league, one of the hardest-working players, more dominant players that we have in our league, and he comes in every single day, and set the tone with how he works and how he handles himself, you got to fall in line. So I think it's the coaches as well as the players, particularly the star players. Tori, what, what concerns you most about the 49ers? What, what, what do you think will be the difference in this game? If the, if the Rams are going to end up beating the Niners for the first time in seven games, they're going to get to the Super Bowl, what is it that they have to do? What, what is it that the Niners do, their pedigree, their makeup, that you're most concerned about? They, they got to the, – the Rams will – and you've heard at length about the physicality. That's one of the first things that I've noticed when they play the 49ers, how physical this game is. The Rams have obviously would have to be physical. They would have to be tougher and meaner. You know, they just got to be mean. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, that's just the attitude that they're going to have to take. When they be physical, be mean, but at the same time have some control, execute the game plan, don't turn it over. As I mentioned, be really good on first and second downs stopping that San Francisco run because we know Kyle Shanahan's going to run the football 30, mm-hmm. 35 times. Hell, he might get to 40. We know that, right? They know that. So they got to be stout against the run. They got to be not turning over. And as I said before, Matthew Stafford has to be special. He's got to outduel 
Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy, Jimmy G, as if Jimmy G isn't in the building. That's how good uh, Matthew Stafford has to be. That's how good this defense has to be if they want to have an opportunity to advance to the Super Bowl. All right, Terry, one more from me. And, you know, at the wild card game against Arizona, you got on the mic during the game and you got SoFi hyped. Clearly, it was not your first time doing something like that to get 70,000 people <laughs> going the way that you did. But are, are we going to see a repeat? Are you going to get the mic in your hand again in the middle of the NFC Championship game? Um, no, I will not. Actually, I will not be in attendance for the NFC Championship game. I'll be here in North Carolina watching the game with, with, with certainly – um, but I enjoyed that moment. That was so. <laughs> you looked pretty comfortable in the moment. That was not your first time, was it? No, it was not. You know, when I was growing up, you know, when I was in high school, I was, you know, I had, a, I was part of a, a rap group, and ah. we would travel around the area and, you know, performing our rap songs. Uh, we were called the Stick Up Kids at the time. Shouts out to Tony, Rory, uh, Wayne, and everybody that was a part of it. Johnny, all the guys that was a part of it. So I got very comfortable performing in front of people, having that mic in front of me. And when I was young, too, I also sang in the choir. So it was nothing for me to get in front of 70,000 and let them know how I felt, particularly about <laughs> my team, which is the Rams, to get so far excited to get them crunk. And we're going to need that kind of intensity <laughs> from our Rams fans on Sunday. Be, show up, show up and be loud and cheer our football team on to victory as they make their quest for the Super Bowl 56. All right, Tori, final one. First of all, Travis was also in a rap group. Uh, he's just amazing, man. If you, if you heard this guy. We were called the Mike. Stick Up Boys, too. I don't know if there's copyright <laughs> infringement or not. <laughs> hey, hey Tori, final one. You know, a lot of the conversation I felt like after that loss to the Niners in Week 18, at least for me it was, was Sean McVay aggressive enough? When he had a chance to go win the game, did he do enough to say, it just use as an example the, the, the three um, – uh, the three plays where they ran three times in a row, hand the ball, they yeah. end up kicking the ball back to uh, the San Francisco 49ers. You think if he's put in that position again, and I thought he was more aggressive, obviously, in the game against Tampa, 42 seconds left, no, let's go try to get a field goal. What, what's that balance? And I'm, I'm just curious to get your thoughts. McVay has been a big part of the success for the uh, Los Angeles Rams, but to get over that, all right, we're going to get back to the Super Bowl, how aggressive do you think he's got to be in his play calling as well? He's got to be very aggressive. As much as I talked about Matthew Stafford being special in this game, having to be special in this game, and the defense having to be special to stop the run, Coach Sean McVay and his coaching staff and Coach Raheem Morris, they got to be special in their play calling as well. They got to be aggressive. They got to be intentional about what they're calling and how they're getting their best players in favorable positions to have success. So, McVay, as huge as it is for the players, it's just as huge as him. He's got to outdo Coach Shanahan. Two guys very familiar with each other. I think he coached under Coach Shanahan. He's got to call a heck of a game, be aggressive, put the ball in Matthew Stafford's hands when it's needed, and allow Matthew Stafford to go out and to make the plays. Coach Sean McVay has to be extremely aggressive. He's got to be at his best on Sunday as well. He's got to be just as special as, Shan as, uh, as Coach Shanahan, just as I mentioned, Matthew Stafford, as well as the defense. Sean McVay, step up. Be aggressive. Get it done. Tory Holt is a finalist for the 2022 class for the Hall of Fame. Tory, good luck with that. It's certainly well-deserved, and uh, I hope you get the call, and we can call you Hall of Famer Tory Holt the next time that we talk. That, that sounds so much better, and I hope so, too. And to all the Rams fans, <laughs> thank you very much for supporting me, going on to the Pro Football Hall of Fame and voting. The folks in L.A. showing me love. Though I, I played in St. Louis. You know, I never played in Los Angeles. I can only imagine what it would have been like if I played in Los Angeles. But my folks in St. Louis have showed me love. North Carolina showed me love. And the folks 
and L.A. have opened up their arms and welcomed me to the city. Thank you, L.A., for so much love. And good luck on Sunday. Rams fans, get to the stadium early, show up and show out and be loud. Let's cheer our football team on the victory. You got it, Tori. Thanks so much. Thank you, Tori. Appreciate it, man. All right, we'll talk to you again. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests like Tori Holt appear via the Goodyear hotline, and that probably feels pretty good, Al, to be introduced as uh, Hall of Famer Alan Sliwa. That's That's got a nice little ring to it along the way, right? So I, I've never I've never talked with him. Never talked with Tori. He's Holt. great. Admire his, you know, obviously when he was in the league, how great he was. But what a great interview! What a good, you know, personality. You could feel kind of his energy for the game coming up on Sunday. That's fantastic. He's great. And he had an Astley. There's there's really nothing else you can ask for. Anybody, anytime the guest comes on with an Astley, we're in a good spot. All right, Taylor's roommates from hell. You're gonna want to hear this because one gets worse than the next. It's coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten, ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So we have a decision to make, Al. Um, do we call Ask Slee moving forward, Ask Sly now, because that's what Tory Holt wants to call it? <laughs> that was I, awesome. I, I think that that's kind of what I, I feel. Look, he's the one going to the Hall of Fame, not me, not you. So I feel like if he wants Ask Sly, it should be Ask Sly. Should have been uh, S-L-E. That's how I should have spelt. <laughs> I love the last that Kirk, name there. Kirk's like, hey, Tori, make sure that you get an ass Lee in there. That is that is terrific. By the way, that's not an easy question. Greatest Laker of all time. We could sit here for four hours and make that conversation. But, but you said the two right answers. It's one of those two. It is one of those two. And, and by the way, Jerry West gets a, a piece of it too, but it's one of those two guys because they both won five titles. They both played their entire careers Career. for the Lakers. Yep. Mm-hmm. They both were the best player in the league for a big chunk of their careers while they were here. As great as Shaq was, he was in other places. As great as Kareem was, he was I was going to say, do you think place. Kareem, that would be it, the only one that I think people the, would make a, a much larger case for? The only reason that Kareem, and, and this is really picking nits, the only reason that Kareem is one down for me is because there was a very small, not even small, but the, the first part of his career was in Milwaukee. He won a championship in Milwaukee, won MVPs in Milwaukee. Part of Kareem's greatness was achieved in a uniform that wasn't sure. the Lakers. So I, I think that's why Kobe and Magic are the only two answers. And, and I think you're right. For me, it's Magic because I'm a little bit older than you, and Kobe was your guy. Magic was I know Magic was your guy, but you got to see – I got to see all of Magic. You got to see all of Kobe. All of Kobe. Yeah, yep. it's it, it's something else. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Pet protection comes free with auto collision coverage. Visit Progressive.com. Emily's roommate is bullying her, leaving her chore charts and uh, crummy emails on, on cleaning up after everybody else. So uh, Getting people- on her for her credit score, everything. <laughs> Yeah, what, I mean, what are you doing with, you know, let me, let's talk about your career. Why don't you sit down and, and let's talk about those two guys you work with. They don't seem like, <laughs> I don't I don't know what this lady's deal is, but uh, we're here to help Emily. Lewis in Riverside is here to help as well. Lewis, you're on with Travis and Slee. Hey, what's going on, guys? So I had to call in um, about Emily's Cinderella story. Yes, um, <laughs> the wicked stepmother, yes, indeed. So so I have a suggestion for Emily, um, and then, I mean, I was so so 
pumped about this. You got to you got to you got to sit her down and let her. Obviously, Emily and all the roommates are paying rent as pretty sure as equal as as all of them, right? I mean, three ways. Um, so you got to sit her down and you got to let her know that it's not going down like that anymore. Like, wait, wait, you got to fill out your chore chart to go out with Connor next time. Like, come on, man, get it together. All right. You know, you, you got to tell her it ends today. That's it. I'm not going to do what you need to do. I'm going to keep it clean by myself. And, you know, um, good advice. Gotta put your foot down. Good advice. Yeah. Got to put your foot down. I, I That's it. Best way to put like. it. Or what? I can, I can charge her. For my uh, for my labor, so if I okay, I'll pay less in rent, but I'll do the chore chart. So I no, can, it, I can it, do that. Look, it, it's it's easy. You're not my mother or my boss, therefore I'm not going to do anything you tell me to do. I will be a good roommate, but we're not doing that. Just just make it clear, Laura, who of course works on here here at the station tweeted bruh this is the reason i don't have roommates or female or want roommates or female roommates but emily i can go handle her i got you and then the boxing glove emoji so send laura in there as your proxy yeah laura would definitely have my back i, I would be uh, i would that would be a good person to take to me have you ever have you ever been out and it's uh i don't know you got home like around 10 30 10 45 grab some dinner and a drink and like she was waiting there looking at her watch like uh pretty sure we said you got to be home by 10 <laughs> i have come back before and i felt like oh, i was man. being judged because i came back you know i was going out on my street whatever and i felt like i was being a little judged for coming back on a weeknight late Emily, and i was like all right whatever you're you're a you're a nice young lady and you you need to get a little bit of an edge to this and, and you need to kind of put your proper upbringing and your respect for other human beings and all of these things just kind of for just for five minutes kind of put it over on the side and break this lady off once and for all and then you can go back to being nice but here's the thing you'll be surprised at how effective it is once you do it once she's gonna back off and if she doesn't then you turn up the you turn up the volume and make it even worse she's gotta do it like we can give suggestions i could say hey do it this way you could say do it another caller She's got to do it in her own style, her own way. She knows this individual, but something's got to be said. Something. Absolutely. All right, I'll so Taylor, it. Taylor, take me through the guy who only ate SpaghettiOs. Like, you mean he mostly ate SpaghettiOs? Or I, I, need, I need some more context to SpaghettiO, dude. Well, he didn't just eat SpaghettiOs. He also ate spaghetti. Mm, just yep. yep. That makes sense. Distinction. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just, but just those two. Like, th- those are his two main food groups. Three mm-hmm. times a day, every day. Would there occasionally be know. a burger, or a taco, well, or no, a sandwich, I mean, or something? I, I don't think you heard him. Spaghetti and spaghettios. <laughs> There's there. maybe some Carl's Jr. every once in a while, but that's all I ever saw. Did you yeah. ever ask him why? No, no questions asked. <laughs> because you didn't give a damn, or I, you were afraid of the answer. <laughs> no, he didn't. He did not intimidate me at all. I was just. Uh, you know, He's doing I, I've seen stranger things. I guess yeah. I've lived with stranger people, so the spaghettios wasn't really um, jumping out at me. But the fact that he didn't clean his dishes after really bothered me. So I would just kind of pile them up in front of his door, and then <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty great. I like that. But he would just Emily take, take notes. <laughs> he'd just take them back to the sink. So would you, if you had to live with one of your former roommates again, would you live with SpaghettiO guy or would you live with the guy that kept coming on to you after you made it very clear that you weren't interested? Uh, so that was the same house, actually. So <laughs> SpaghettiO That's guy. That's quite a house you have there. Yeah, Wait, what about uh, the pyramid scheme person? You Tell that story a little bit. Okay, so I had a couple friends over, and one of them mentioned that he was without a job at the time, looking for some work, and 
my my roommate who I'd never really spoken to that much kind of came out of nowhere and said, "Hey, uh, I have a I have an offer for you," and uh, it sounded valid at the time. So my my friend went over to his to his place of employment, quickly found out that it was a pyramid scheme. <laughs> And he I was mean, listen. In some it, the stuff. more money, the more people you go and get, the more money than you're gonna have. I mean, it sounds like a good business plan. It sounds like a great <laughs> foundational plan. Yeah. Drive, don't you love this? What's well, not you a pyramid? In- uh, <laughs> drive, drive, exactly. <laughs> where they they have their heads in like a right. pyramid shape, and they're like, "This is kind of how it is. You start at the top here, and then the more people you get under you, Ow. And, Ow. and and but they keep saying it's well, no, no, no. It's not a pyramid it's scheme. It's not a you're, pyramid scheme. It's multi level marketing." A multi-level marketing. It's not a pyramid scheme. It's multi-level marketing. Pyramid scheme has a bad name. Multi-level marketing is what we're doing here. Now, you ever been to what, Egypt? <laughs> yeah, I have. Hey, the, the pitch is always, hey, all you have to do is find two guys, and then the money just starts it flowing just in. just starts flowing in. What time uh, do you want to wake up? 10, 30, 11? <laughs> Money's making. Let the money make money for you. Those no, are the girl boss. Girl boss. Go out there. Girl boss it all. That guy just disappeared. Uh, last I heard, he was in Arizona, but he left with a week's notice. No, that's that's always fun Oof. when they yeah, just leave you good. with the bag. Yeah, I think you would think with all that money he made from his multi-level marketing. That's it. He was he, gone. He was Arizona. High and t- high tail it out of town. Let's try one more quick call here. Let's go to Los Angeles and Miguel. Miguel, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Miguel? Hey. So uh, a good afternoon. First off, but. I just want to emphasize that the NFL got it wrong. And nothing pro- proves it more than with this problem that we have right now where the 49ers are taking over a stadium in which the Rams are playing during the playoff game, and they have these concerns. Had the Raiders come back to L.A., this would have never happened here, point blank, and I think we all know this. So, Miguel, I- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of play this the other way here. What do you think the NFL's top priority is? It's money, right, Trav? At the end of the day, it's money. Um, Would the Raiders have made more sense in the market of Los Angeles? Of course. But you know what Raider fans are doing right now as we sit here? They're they're not only in L.A., they're also up in Oakland. Now they're kind of creating their own fan base in Vegas. You got a brand new stadium out in Vegas as well. I get what Miguel is saying. Did it make more sense for the Raiders to come to L.A.? Absolutely it did. Did it make more sense for the Chargers to stay down in San Diego? Of course it did. But you know what also is happening this upcoming weekend? We're talking about how much money the the um, the price of admission is just to get in. They're making money, and I think that's the only thing the NFL cares about. The Raiders didn't have the money to pull off what the Rams pulled off. It's that easy. The, the, we can talk about the Raiders and the fan base and those sorts of things. That's a different conversation. The Raiders well, you could have had you could have had Rams and Raiders. Well, perhaps, but I don't think either one of those teams would have been down for for that. The Chargers, as a second tenant, are, are, are a little bit different. But the the Raiders can't shoot straight, right? The, the guy that's running the show there is not the guy that Stan Kroenke is. He's not the guy that Jerry Jones is, who kind of put a lot of the wheels in motion of this stuff. The Raiders are run by a guy. With a He-Man haircut. He doesn't know how to execute this stuff. And, and, and with their, their whole point here was they're going to team up with the Chargers, which made yep. it just the, it, was, it was a weird deal. Miguel's point is not a bad one, but I don't know if it's the right one. You know what I mean? That, the reason it's not where will we get the most fans, that's not how these things come together. It's, that's like the 400th thing in the decision-making tree on, on why you end up where you, you do. Well, right. and, and think about the markets. Vegas, the Raiders are in a 
really good up-and-coming market. And Vegas said, hey, we'll pay for this stadium. I, I, I don't know how much of it they paid for, but they, they almost got the best of both worlds. You have two teams in L.A., yep. and you have a franchise that's really well-known and popular in Vegas. All right, one more quick one because this is important. She has a, a very good point. This is the Valley, Van Nuys, and Donna. Donna, you're on with Travis Lee. Hi, thanks. Uh, Emily needs a, a, a female point of view, a lady's point of view. You guys are giving her uppercuts and left jabs. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Fair, it's a good point, Don. Fair good enough. Yep. She's just much nicer than that, and I think that there's a way to say the next time she brings out her task list, you know, I'm glad you brought this up. Uh, I want to share this with you. I'm not really comfortable with our situation, and I just want to let you know that the reason I moved out of my parents' home was because I feel like I'm a grown enough woman to decide how I want to handle the way I live. I know that we're yes. living communally, so I'm all about pitching in, but I don't need a mother. I've got one. Donna, Donna can, you, Donna, can you do us a favor? Can you do us a favor? Write next, time Travis, <laughs> next time Travis and I start trying to give advice to Emily, can you just call in? Because what you just did right there and what we tried to do for an hour was much more effective than anything that Travis and I said. Well, you know, I think so too, but uh, I'm, I'm happy to help. <laughs> Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Donna. <laughs> Thank you, Donna. Appreciate that, that. That's terrific. No, that that's you were better. throwing the haymakers. You were like, you should nah. push her. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> I told her you you need to tell her to buzz off. Only I wouldn't use buzz. I would. Ladies I would use a little something bit more else. passive aggression. Yeah, a but, little but bit see, more passive aggression. This, this woman, Donna oh, jabbed. Donna, Donna had really nice no, jabs Don, Don, right Donna's, there. Right, Donna's like, is accurate. It is. It is. It is not confrontational, but it's very direct. It is, it, it's the perfect response. However, yeah. roommate boss Jane, I don't know if she's going to respond to something measured and thoughtful yet very clear. I think she needs a smack over the top of the head, like clarity. Yeah, not, not, not real, but just, no, I'm not doing that. You don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I think that we need to kind of cut right through it. We may, we'll continue the conversation, but coming up next, fact or cap, would you do something purely for the irony? That's next on Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, guys. Here's the deal, Emily, before we get started. <laughs> fact or cap, you should send a crappy note to your roommate. Fact. Okay, now we can start. Here we go. I should use sticky notes, <laughs> leave them around. Whatever okay. it takes. Whatever it is. Um, okay, so yesterday I uh, got lunch with my friend. Uh, she has a normal work day. So uh, I, I got off work when this show's over, essentially, like one thirty. do some stuff after the show. So I went down to go get lunch with her. She was on her lunch break from her normal finance job. 
and we decided I, I bullied her into having uh, a beer or two on this uh, on this lunch break. I was so like, that hey, means like four, it's whatever. But go ahead, yeah. okay. <laughs> so I know, I know what a beer or two at lunch means. We can <laughs> we can we can talk honestly with each other. Go ahead. So, so you have played hooky from work, Travis. This is Factor Cap. Sure. Who hasn't? I mean, I mean, everybody has. I, I think the further into your work life you get, the less you do it. Because if you want to take a day off, you just take a day off. You don't need to do the hooky thing, right? It's when you're kind of getting started and you don't have enough equity at the job to say, hey, I need, I need an afternoon off. It's, you feel a little uncomfortable. So that's when other things start to happen, like the hooky starts to happen. But sure, I went, my very first job out of college, I sold office equipment for Canon, right? Copiers, fax machines, back with it. That's how old I am. Fax machines were still something that people would buy back in the day. I bought three printers from you. <laughs> You're the right. best pitches I've ever heard. I've never seen more movies in my life. Because while I was supposed to be out cold calling and knocking on doors and saying, hi, you want a fax machine or a copier, I was going and seeing movies. And, and I, because I was, I was hitting my numbers, right? I made sure that I hit my quota every single month. And once I had that quota hit after, you know, two weeks of the month, that means Travis is seeing four movies a week. So, yeah, I've played plenty of hooky from work. Okay, so here's the key. Are you getting your job done? If you're getting your job done and you feel like uh, every once in a while it's kind of healthy, you kind of reward yourself with something. You take off for a, an afternoon. You go do whatever you got to do. Maybe you take a Friday off, whatever the case is. Um, just get your job done. And I think if you're not doing your job and, you know, like you were saying, Trav, you were kind of setting that up. That's a perfect way to set up. If you just were not hitting your numbers, right. you didn't care about your job and you just thought, you know what? I'm going to go see a movie. Okay. Well, that's probably not, <laughs> probably not a good business plan right there. But if yeah. you're getting, I, I like some of those, those managers that are out there are bosses that they know that, Hey, this is a good balance. Sometimes it's better for me to tell my employees, get the hell out of the office on a nice Thursday afternoon in July, come back tomorrow. And we'll, we'll get going again tomorrow. Those are, I think that's a good strategy. I had a boss very early in my career tell me, I don't care how long you work. I only care about if the work's good or not. So that's up to you. If the work's good and you can get it done in 10 minutes, good for you. If it takes you 10 hours, that's fine too. But just about the work, how good is it? And I, yeah, perfect. I, I didn't get it done in 10 minutes, but it, it didn't take 10 hours either. So it was a pretty good setup. Uh, so yesterday we were talking a bit about um, Crocs, and uh, I feel like my uh, my generation tends to wear Crocs, you know, ironically, out of irony, you know, haha, look at me, I'm so quirky, I wear co- Crocs. So you would do something purely out of irony. Alan, is this factor cap? Um, trying to think of uh, some examples here. I don't think something jumps out to me. Like I, I, I'm probably gonna do something because I want to do it, and. Probably not going to do it if I don't want to. If I see somebody else doing something and I'm like, ah, yes, yes. Does this count? I don't even think this counts. Um, do you go to a restaurant because other people are like, that's the place to be? Let me just kind of use that as, a, oh, everybody's going there. I'll probably go to the restaurant because I looked on Yelp and had really good reviews and I actually want to go to that restaurant. I don't think I'm going to let kind of the irony come into play. Do you guys not remember my mustache? <laughs> I mean, I feel I feel like I answered this question with what was on my face for two and a half weeks. I, I think the answer is fair hey, because believe I it or not, I got the Dodgers to the to the championship series. No, okay? I understand it. It had a, a functionality to a certain degree. I'm not saying that I don't believe in rally mustaches and caps and lucky socks and t-shirts. I do, but what I'm saying is, is that 
it was I, I Travis Rogers is not a Fu Manchu type of mustache guy. It's not really the lane that I live my life in. Uh, but I did for a couple of weeks because of the Dodgers and because of that's not my deal. So yeah, I would I would do something just for the bit. I, I would do I'll do something for the bit every once in a while. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'll wear Crocs because you know rubber shoes. That's not really my deal. But I'll grow a mustache. That's something I'm into. Oh, we'll make you wear Crocs. Don't worry, Travis. We'll do that eventually. Um, all right. Next, you have a completely different email that you use when stores or companies ask you to sign up for an email. Alan, is this factor cap? Uh, it's cap. Uh, I, I, most of the time, they're not getting my email. I have a Gmail account. Uh, definitely not throwing out, hey, here's my ESPN account. Fire off whatever you want, whatever <laughs> credit card uh, specials that you got coming up. Um, I, I. It's more for me, it's more about the... I'm only going to give you my email if it's something I'm interested in. Now, if I, the only way I could sign up is because of my email, that's fine. I'll unsubscribe whenever I need to. But for the most part, you're, I, I don't have this, uh, this burner email that nobody knows about. I can't keep them all straight. No, it's it's cap for me because I can't remember my normal email stuff, right? You you want me to keep a second account straight in, in my head? It's impossible to do. I'm, I'm with you, Al. I will either say, no, you can't have it. And if the answer is, well, then I can't open an account for you, I'll give you my real one, and then I will immediately either block you or mute you or unsubscribe from it. I I, I don't need – there there is a, uh, a company that I will not say, but – I get stuff from them, and I don't know how to do it. This, by the way, anybody wants to help me with this, I'm an iPhone guy. I get offers from them via text message at least twice a day, and I don't know how to turn it off. I know how to unsubscribe on email, but if somebody wants to help me on the phone, I will definitely just take that. Them just block them. Yeah, just block them. But I don't – okay, that's fine. I need somebody to show me how to do that. I don't know how to, to block I'll, a phone just, on the phone. Just turn off, turn off your phone. Turn off your phone. <laughs> yeah, that that might not be a bad idea. No, I I I, uh, I don't do that. I that's not my deal. Secret backdoor accounts are are not really my jam. Okay, last one here, guys. Uh, you are so used to double stuffed Oreos, it would be hard to go back to normally stuffed Oreos. Travis, this is factor cap. Uh, cap. I look. I I'll eat an Oreo occasionally, but I really can't remember the last time I had one. They're good. Uh, but no, I regular Oreos are just fine. I don't, I'm ashamed. I, I go ahead. I, 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 uh, they're, they're good, but a regular stuff is more than enough of the white sugar in the middle. I, I don't need a double whack of that. I'll, I'll, regular Oreos are fine by me. So I'm cap as well. Um, nothing wrong with an Oreo, nothing yeah, wrong with it. They're good. But am I, uh, my kind of going out of my way and saying, give me double stuff. Can you stack three more on top of it? Probably not by the way, but let me say this. There's never been a time where I've had an Oreo and there's a glass of milk next to no, me, and I was great. like, "Hey, this isn't going to work." No, that no. works. What? Look, if you if you said to me that the, I'm answering the question that she asked, I can go back to regular Oreos. If you're saying to me, "Here's a double stuff," I'm going to eat it. I'm not saying that I don't like it. I'm saying I don't have to have it. You know what's a great Oreo, Al? The 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 yellow ones with instead of the chocolate cookie, it has the vanilla cookie. There's really no wrong way to Goodness eat an gracious. Oreo. They're all you fun. guys are disappointing me so much with this answer. You have that a pizza I, on we your need floor. to cut this off. <laughs> no. One, yellow Oreos are terrible. You should no, never not. eat yellow Oreos. No, Two, fine. double stuff Oreos are amazing and they're so good. No and one's saying that you have to eat them. They're, that's fine. They're more for me. I'll eat the, the yellow ones, the green ones. This is the only time you guys ones. have got mad at each other. It's right here. <laughs> It's a mass-produced like Nabisco product. It's fine. I'll eat it. But there are there are better options out there. All right. Speaking of things that we can fight about, Emily, 
a bucket of wings on Giannis's uh, press conference last night. How many of those could I get through? Well, I got an answer for you. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Insurance is proud to support veterans with its annual Keys to Progress vehicle giveaway program, now celebrating nine years of donating vehicles, helping veterans in need. Learn more at keystoprogress.com. All right, so T-Raj, we have um, – guys, stay tuned here. We're giving away Laker tickets to the Lakers and the Bucks. That game coming up on February 8th, so something to keep yep. in mind right there. Got those tickets that we're going to be giving away. Um you know, I, by the way, just saw this here on Twitter. Dr. Jerry Buss. Dr. Jerry Buss' birthday today. Best owner ever, right? Yeah, it, it's funny because every time I hear – I almost kind of – I don't know why I take this one personal. You know how we have all the unbelievable, amazing statues that sit outside of Crypto.com Arena? Mm-hmm. Of course, Chick Hearn there as <laughs> well. Right off the tongue. <laughs> I know. Just such a – so smooth. How's Dr. Jerry Buss not there? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a good question it, because – I, when I said that, I, I wasn't just saying it because we're here in L.A. He he kind of changed the game for owners, especially NBA owners. And he had the perfect mix of things, right? He understood business really well. He understood entertainment really well. He understands how to hire the right people and then empower them to do their jobs and yep. stay out of the way. I mean, how many? How often did you hear about Jerry Buss getting involved in something basketball-related? Almost never, right? Until Once he, in a while. And here's the thing, until he had to. Exactly. And when it, he did, exactly right. it was like the kind of defining moment of, yep. okay, yep, Dr. Yep. Jerry, but we're, everything's back in order. Mm-hmm. It was, you know who's really good at doing basketball stuff? Jerry West. Jerry, here's this job, go do it. And I'll worry about the business side of this. He, he was extraordinary, and he realized – you know, let's put on a show. It's only there's only so many people that are going to be about the basketball. But if we can give him the basketball with a floor show, with the Laker girls, with a specific type of basketball, he just understood the marketing side of it so well, and he won. Yeah, I was going to say spend the money to win. He, there was never a, we're not going to do that because it's it's bad for the bottom line. It's, it's going to help us win. Okay, let's go do it. That's all you could ever ask from an owner. That that's the key is at the end of the day you can you know put together some fluff. Hey, it's going to be a great party when you come here. Oh, this is an amazing time. Look at all the sounds and the bells and the whistles. How's the product on the floor? Oh no, no, the product's pretty damn good. Okay, but you can put together a good. Pro- it's fast pace. Are they actually good? Can they win? Oh no, no, they can win championships. He went to. I mean, just think of the amount of championships under his ownership. Sure, eleven, ten. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Yeah, it's I mean, ten, it's, ten it's championships, an, it's sixteen. An insane uh, run. Mm-hmm. It's an insane run over a relatively short period of time. And, and what he did too, he kind of messed it up for every other owner like well why can't you do that <laughs> why can't you figure out how to do what the lakers do he just had the minus touch for that stuff um i, I you, you think about it the dodgers have really good ownership right the, the dodgers spend money the game day experience is really positive they're very very good uh the rams you know they built this unbelievably new state state of the art stadium you've got all these players they go all in they spend all this money that's because jerry buss did what he did. They'd set the bar so high that you need to get on his level to compete in this city. Because if you have Donald Sterling or you have somebody that's not willing to spend money or the game day experience isn't quite right, they, they're used to an A+. plus. If you give them something less than that, they're not coming back. 
And this is uh, – you kind of created that culture that that's never going to go away for the Lakers. You know, you can't have – you know, we talk about kind of the let, – let, let me – Lakers got the Sixers coming up uh, tonight, right? So they're going up against Joel Embiid. Remember Embiid years ago was – and kind of this was the mindset of the Sixers. You got to trust the process. You got to trust the process. Sure. Um, a lot of franchises – you know, there's this. Hey, you got to have patience with us. You got to have patience with us. That's not always the case for the Lakers, and, and honestly, it's not going to go away. This is when they were there. There was an interesting moment for the Lakers when they were drafting all these young players, and you and I were probably watching games, rooting for the Lakers to lose because you're like, oh man, if we can get another chance at choice. another top right. three pick, right? It was very unique because I, I think there were actually some Lakers that were on board with that for a quick second. That was. Hey, this is kind of cool. You, you mean we're going to kind of craft our own guys? Like we're going to develop our own people? That might last for a year or two, and then after that, you're like, um, "Yeah, can we go back to making the playoffs and winning?" Yeah, and then exactly right, LeBron they comes in. And goes they didn't from make there. the playoffs. It wasn't. Hey, you know, Julius Randle may be a pretty good player in five years. Let's see how that shakes out. You know, Brandon Ingram weighs 104 pounds. But once we can get him up to 124, he's going to be pretty good. Hey, Lonzo Ball can't It's just shoot, not the way they do it. Yeah, it's not the he, way they do it. He develops a shot, and he plays. You know, we, we can give – it was – no, 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 this doesn't work. Okay, uh, Shaq or uh, LeBron. Uh, okay, AD for everybody. <laughs> just It's all in all the time, and that's because of Jerry Buss. The winning has to follow. It's what we're used to. Okay, I want to set something up here, and we can do this when we come back. I, I want to play out. Lakers are sitting at 24 and 24 right now. I, I want to kind of emphasize the road to staying out of the playing tournament and why it's so important to stay out of the playing tournament. So we could do that coming up next. Uh, stay right here. This is the Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN.